You are listening to the Content Academy podcast where we teach online businesses how to create raving fans with their content. So let's get to it. Hey guys, it is Paul Caffrey here for Content Academy. I'm joined by Philip McGrath, my co-host. How's things going, Phil? Not too bad, not too bad. Easter Sunday, uh, lots of chocolate around the house. Yeah, yeah, that's it, yeah. And, uh, lots of chocolate in my belly. So I think it makes perfect sense for us to have somebody on who knows a thing or two about exercise, and to say the least. Um, we're lucky enough to be joined by Christian Eupenlatz today, who is an expert on Pilates, um, has our website called PilatesHomePractice.com, and is also a full-time Pilates teacher and has been doing it for many, many years um this is a really fun episode actually it's probably a little bit different a couple of things we will learn about is how you can use duct tape for your online business i thought that was it's interesting yeah duct tape uh, marketing isn't just a kind of <laughs> a phrase it's literal literal yeah yeah uh, we talk a little bit about affiliate marketing um also um i suppose some of the the courses and some of the tools that are out there that can help you launch a, an affiliate product if it's something that you're thinking about um, and I suppose then just all around how to, you know, get started with video as well, which was something which just resonated with me. But uh, I suppose without further ado, we might as well uh, hand things over to, to Kristen. Yes. So as I said, we have Kristen Lupinlatz on the line. Kristen is, of course, from PilatesHomePractice.com. Kristen, how the hell are you today? I'm really great. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. It's a good Easter Sunday here in Dublin. We're just celebrating the Irish centenary, of course. So, uh, lots going on around here at the moment. Um, but uh, can't really complain. As I said, it's been a, a good day so far. Paul, how are you, my good man? Yes, yeah, full of chocolate. You know, I've I've long forgotten <laughs> about exercise, so we'll have to uh, get back on that horse tomorrow. So, uh, hopefully, Kristen can have some words of advice for that as well. Absolutely, and I suppose just. Sure. Just for our audience, Kristen, who may not be familiar with you and what you do, you might just give them a bit of background about where you started and what you're up to at the moment. Well, I'm a Pilates teacher. I've been teaching Pilates for about 16 years. I started originally because I had a couple of car accidents and I had chronic pain. And uh, Pilates was amazing in helping me uh, gain strength and flexibility and get out of chronic pain. But into my journey, I realized that taking the work that I did in the body studio into my everyday life was really the thing that helped me hold on to the results. And so now I kind of give my students the, um, the shortcut to feeling great, not just in the exercise studio, but also everything they do in their lives, like working in the kitchen or in the garden, driving your car, sitting at your desk, all the things that we do on a daily basis that we may have some poor postural patterns or old habits. Um, so getting core strength and stability and flexibility that you gain from doing Pilates, having a Pilates practice, into those little movements in your everyday life can make a huge impact on how you feel and so that's what I teach in now in my Pilates studio, which I've owned for 10 years in Northern California, and now on my website, Pilates Home Practice. 
Great. Okay, and Phil, I'm gonna I'm gonna task you with keeping us, uh, I suppose, in line talking about content, uh, content <laughs> creation, because I think uh, with Kristen, I'll probably be going off in various different areas. But I suppose just before we get into that, um, I suppose I would be someone who I consider myself fairly active. I'd like to do long runs, you know, go to the gym. Um, I, although I suppose I've never really played around with Pilates. Now I suppose I've done yoga and there was actually a cool online course with Aaron Motts called you know 30 day yoga challenge which I've completed but I just spoke for our audience out there what would you say the difference is say maybe between yoga and, and Pilates for somebody who might not understand well I think the main difference is that in yoga you hold poses although there are a, in both Pilates and yoga there's a full spectrum of how uh, athletic it can be there is some flow to yoga you're working on primarily flexibility in yoga and holding poses. Pilates, okay. there's movement through the poses. So there's constant movement and breath. It's more, uh, it can be a little bit more athletic exercise system. And there's also spring resistance equipment in Pilates. So there's a, a mat, mat work, which is very much like yoga. Yeah. But there's also these really amazing pieces of spring resistance equipment that can help you get deeper into the work by giving you assistance if you need assistance to get deeper if you're not very conditioned and then also to give you resistance to build more muscle tone and go to Excellent. a higher level. I do like that actually because I, I went to um, a physio so I, without getting into too much detail I've suffered from a lot of knee injuries over over I suppose over the last 10 years really um and was with a physio there last year we did a lot of work on that and there was a lot of resistance like bands around my knees I was doing all these poses yeah. moving strengthening um I suppose the, the question I have is how do you actually you know sh show people this online and, and how have you transferred what you've been able to learn in the studio uh, to the internet well some of it is teaching people fundamentals of Pilates, which can be taught laying down on a mat. But then I take that same work into seated posture or standing posture. So I sometimes teach standing against the wall. So you have that same kind of feedback from the wall that you would have on the floor. And while you can use spring resistance and bands and balls and all of those things, I like to use just household things, uh, a rolled up towel or um, an unstable surface of like a chair so you get the you know you'd sit on maybe a, a physio ball to give that that balance challenge in a Pilates yeah. studio or a gym I like to do that just even on your bed or on a pillow or something so taking and also using like the kitchen counter to press into to do modified push-ups for people who have trouble getting down on the floor and doing a full push-up or even just perfecting your form and really holding yourself to some deeper stability that you might not be able to maintain in a floor push-up because that can be really challenging. Excellent. And with that then, I guess, so I, I really like the fact that you're kind of saying, look, you can, you can do Pilates, you can, you can improve the strengthening. You don't need to be in a gym. You can do it from home. Um, with the courses and, and the various bits and pieces of content you provide online, Kristen, is it is it very much video led, or is it is it written, uh, or or what format do you use to deliver the message? It, it's video led, although there are PDFs 
that for people who want to just read the instructions for the exercises that uh, go along with the videos. Excellent. And I suppose with those videos then, is it um, how, I mean, let's say for our audience, for some people who we, I suppose, are scared of doing video and, and generally tend to steer clear of it. Um, and I suppose, have you any tips for guys who might be looking, might be getting started and thinking about getting their content out there on video on, on what to do? Well, I think that there's, it's so easy right now to just film yourself on your phone or your camera. I had a fancy zip camera. And now I'm just using my Samsung uh, video recorder on my phone because it's, it's actually better quality. So right now, there's, it's so easy to film yourself. I would say just get started and be very um, specific who you're talking to. So pick one person specifically in your mind and talk very directly to them as honestly as you can. You may not want to start posting things right away, but Take a, a good, hard look at it and see what you think yourself, but also have other people take a look at it to give you, to give you their feedback. If you, if you have an opportunity to take some acting classes or some on-camera acting classes, uh, I think that would be really helpful, too. I come from an acting background. I have a, a degree in drama, and I had a career as an on-camera actor. So that's one of the reasons that I feel comfortable using video because I, I did it for so Excellent. long, long yeah. before there were fancy phones. Um, I did it in the 80s and 90s. So uh, it was, you know, big cameras and, and uh, very professional. But I've, but I've been able to take that training into just, you know, very honestly speaking into the, the camera and, and being my my authentic self no, which I is like the hardest that. thing yeah. to do yes yeah yeah so I suppose look get started um, use whatever you have and I suppose it's a great show as you say look phones are, are very very powerful now so I mean just get a little stand for your phone and that could nearly be um, you yeah. know, the quality on that could be nearly as good as a professional camera depending on, on what you're looking to achieve um, do you plan out your really videos amazing. then um, I do well, I yeah. did want to say one, one last thing about that I use a lot of duct tape so I take duct tape and I tape my phone to a surface so that I have just the right angle and it works really great. Excellent. So go get the duct tape. That's that actually interesting. So I've bought a few of these phone holders and these phone stands and I've always found them a little bit frustrating uh, to use. Yeah. So I must check duct out the duct tape. Better. So <laughs> get duct tape. That certainly is a resource which we haven't been uh, given by anybody else. So we'll make sure to keep it in the show notes. It's definitely unique. All right. <laughs> I suppose, Kristen, in terms great. of um, planning out your, your video content, then how far in advance do you tend to plan that content um, in terms of topics and, and mapping it out? Well, I'm really not that kind of a person, I have to say. I'm, I'm a creative brain kind of person. So what I do is I just have my family tape me doing everything. So I have way, way, way too much content. <laughs> Every, when we go on a hike, I'll do a series on uh, Pilates when you're hiking. So throughout the hike, I'll have, I'll just think of something that, um, I, I teach Pilates for walking. So I'll just give a little tip about how to have more hip glide, how to 
balance your cha challenge your balance going across a log or something like that. And I'll just do little two to three minute videos that my kids or my husband tape as we go. And I did one at uh, Pilates on the playground. So I just had my kids tape me doing Pilates exercises using the swings, the poles, and the overhead bars. Um, when we go stand up paddle boarding, I'll do a few little videos about finding your balance on the stand up paddle board. And I just, yeah, we were on a drop, long drive, and I just shot a little five minute video about how to find better postural lift while you're driving, uh, how to ease some of the neck tension of a long drive. And so I just kind of stock up on lots of content. There's tons of content that I haven't even used yet. That way I have more than I need. When something comes up and I can, you know, if something comes up for a blog post or somebody asks a question, I can look back and polish that piece of content up and put some, an intro and, you know, polish yeah. it up a little bit. Of course, yeah, yeah, spruce it up and get it ready. So, I mean, I suppose some people might be listening and thinking, well, I, I don't do Pilates. That, that doesn't transfer to me, but I suppose it really does because at the end of the day, you're trying to make that authentic connection. And if it comes to it, you know, and you get a bit of inspiration when you're out, and yeah, it can be, maybe it's a business tip, it's a quick video, with, you know, as you're saying, it's Pilates for real life to help you, uh, I suppose, get stronger uh, with that. Um, it is something that can be then transferred and there's no harm in kind of collecting those ideas as you have them. So at least then, I suppose, you're in a fortunate position that when you sit down to actually on write content, well, actually, you've got all these videos that you've kind of pieced together. You can kind of see the ideas that you've, you've captured along the way. Um, and I imagine that would make things, you know, fairly easy for you. Um, how do you find, is there any social networks then? I, I, I see that you're, you know, you're using Instagram, you're using YouTube. Would they be your primary social networks that you would use? I use YouTube, I use Instagram, and I use Facebook. I also send things onto Twitter, but I don't spend, it just is just an automatic send to Twitter just in case somebody finds me there, but I don't spend a lot of time on Twitter. Um, I like Instagram because it's such a, a quick little snip of video that it's easy technologically for me to just share a little snippet. Uh, but I do, I do have everything on YouTube. That's where I keep all the videos. And then I share a lot on Facebook too, which is where I'm really building relationships more than other places. That's excellent. And I mean, in terms of having, um, just to, to go back a little bit, because there was something piqued my interest. I mean, in terms of having all those videos, as you say, when you're out and about already recorded, when it comes time then to plan them out, maybe in a kind of a sequence nearly, how do you go about trying to figure out, well, what's going to work well at a certain point in time or fit in with what you've been previously been speaking about? Well, I have a, I have a 30 day challenge that I, that's, it's a free challenge on my website that has 30 days of little, little videos about, you know, how to, how to find neutral pelvis when you're sitting, how to, uh, integrate better breath practice in your everyday life, uh, little tiny snippets. Um, the, the way that I know how to give people the right thing at the right time is 25 years of doing Pilates myself and 16 years of teaching. So because I'm in the studio with people, in the, watching their experience of learning Pilates and integrating it into their lives, I just kind of 
transfer that to the online world. I feel as though the people that are following me on the internet are in my studio with me. So I, I, I have a very clear understanding of what people need at what point as they go along and have this discovery of the way their body moves, the patterns, the old compensation patterns, the old uh, habits. Uh, and I, I, I just give, feed them a little piece at a time based on my real life experience in the studio of how people learn and what they need next. Yeah, I mean, and that's really, really good. I mean, obviously, not everyone's gonna have that experience to be able to do that. But I mean, again, for our listeners listening in, this harks back to something we've spoke about time and time again. It's really getting to understand your clients and the pains and struggles and frustrations that they're going through and knowing what they need to know next. Because, you know, as uh, experts in our markets, we often for, we often assume that people will know the basics or they don't need to know that. Everyone knows that because I know it. And that's not the case. So I like the fact that you can draw back on your experience and certainly know where different people are on their journey and what, at that point, what they will need to know next. So it's really, really good that you've got a good handle on that. And, and, and my own experience as well, because... I went through all of this myself. I had chronic pain. I had terrible patterns that I, I wasn't even aware of. And you spoke about knees. I have, um, I have very knock-kneed. I'm knock-kneed and hyper, I hyperextend my knees. My father, my aunt, and my grandmother all had double knee replacement surgery. So that's a driving force for me. And yeah, knowing yeah. just that that little bit of difference in your ankle stability and how you stand in your feet and how that relates then to your knees and your pelvis, a little bit of, of um, shift, a little bit of strengthening the inner knee or the outer knee or the back or the front or just recognizing your pattern and taking moments throughout your day to check in with where your knees are and do little moments of strengthening can make a huge difference. So for me, that exploration with my own body also fueled what I offer to yeah, my, my ideal client. So I'm kind of my ideal client too. Oh, that makes sense. And I, I have to say, like, it's, it is something which you absolutely should go. So, I mean, my advice with this sort of thing is, you know, go see a professional, find out exactly, you know, um i suppose the state of your posture because what you will find and um i suppose was quite embarrassing was when, when you know when i went was initially I'm, I'm with this guy and he has me standing in front of a mirror and he's going okay just stand up there and just relax you know and i'm thinking yeah i look okay okay i'm standing there right that's grand just like the average guy and they just point out so many things that were, were wrong with your posture and for me what was pointed out was that i think he says uh, terminate the terminology could be wrong but i'm pronating but so what it comes down to is the outer, my outer calves are overdeveloped um, and my inner calves are, are slightly less developed. And what it means is I've been, I'm pulling my knees out to the right. So when you put a couple of football injuries on top of that and you're kind of, you're standing slightly wrong and it's just naturally, we all have a ways of going about it. Um, I suppose, long story short, I was, you know, on the road down where I was going to get back issues uh, in the in the future. Exactly. As such. So for me being able to correct the knee pain, which is what was causing me issue today, it's actually stopped me from having further issues down the road. And it really is just kind of just doing, you know, incorporating daily exercises into my routine, which... Exactly. And don't take very long, uh, but 
like exactly. have made a massive amount of difference. And even my girlfriend would turn around and say to me, you haven't actually complained about your knee in an awful long time. And the reason is because I put the time in to do the exercise and I haven't, it's not sore anymore. So, um, I mean, I really like the fact that you're able to help people and, and bring that to an online format because, um, it is something which it can be, you know, it can just be time consuming to go and see, you know, experts, specialists and, and even finding somebody who is good and trusted can, can be tough. And I can see from your site, you've got a number of testimonials there and people are, are calling out the great work you're doing with them, which is fantastic. Um, one question which kind of comes to me and it's something which I haven't actually, you know, really done, although it's something that I've explored over the last number of years is a, an affiliate um, campaign. And it seems that you're offering affiliates, um, I suppose, services for your products to people, Chris. Would you maybe tell a little bit more about that? I do. I have an affiliate program uh, where you, if you recommend my course, which is called Pilates for Your Life, to your audience, and somebody signs up with the URL, the specific URL link, then you get 50% of the course price. And the reason that I created that is because I want to build um, community in the Pilates uh, studio owners um, so that because I know as I've owned a Pilates studio for 10 years myself and I know that your clients want to bring the work home with them. They come to the studio, they do their work and they say, how can I, what can I do at home? And as a Pilates teacher, it's difficult to to have the resources to send them home. People are, you know, they're drawing little pictures and making notes and stuff. And there are books, but I think that people respond very well to video so that they can actually see you, what you're doing, and take that home with them so they can remember what the movement looks like. So I want my, all the Pilates studios, Pilates teachers that I know, to have this resource. And also, because I know it's tough to, you know, make ends meet as a Pilates teacher. Yeah. Um, sometimes we're, we're, you know, we're kind of healers. We forget to charge enough for our work. <laughs> sometimes we just want to give it away for free because we care so much about helping people. We're not the best business people. I'm, I'm making a generalization, but that's what I've noticed. Um, so we're, we're not as strong as business people and we tend to undervalue our work. So this is a way for Pilates teachers to assist with making ends meet financially. Um, yeah, I mean, it. it makes sense. I mean, it's something that we even there's, um, I, would have, I would have done a lot of kettlebells and I suppose it was something that myself and Phil explored a number of years ago when, with people who were running those classes just to see if they could bring in an extra bit of income. Um, because at the end of the day, when you're, you're teaching a class, Yes, you're, you're getting paid for when that class is there, when you're doing that one-on-one -on -one piece. But again, it's, you know, it's constantly, you know, you can only use only so many hours in a day. So, I mean, I really yeah. like the fact that you're kind of, you know, giving, you know, I suppose your peers who are obviously passionate about Pilates a platform where they can actually maybe improve their revenue, help their, their base uh, of followers uh, as such. Uh, and then also kind of make a little bit more money so that they can actually, you know, serve them a bit better, be it improving the studio or, or whatever, you know. Yeah. Um, as and that gives the access to their clients that I wouldn't be able to have access to without their help introducing. So it's, you know, they're introducing me to their clients and I want to be generous. Yeah. Because I, it's, it's a big boon for me. 
It absolutely is. And obviously the split there is quite generous. Um, did you use um, a type of software? Do you just create certain links for the, the numbers of, of, for a number of other Pilate teachers? Or, um, it, I mean, how did you get someone else to do it for you? Well, I use Zippy courses, Derek oh, Halpern's yes, Zippy yeah. courses. Um, and I love that. And then there's a, a, I just asked them what affiliate software I should use. And I think it's called WP Affiliate. Hmm. And it, it, it works well with Zippy courses. So that's why I chose that. It's super easy. Really, you Isn't just excellent. give your, okay. yeah, if you go to my affiliate link, it just asks you for your, you know, your pretty basic information and gives you a, a, a unique URL. And if you sell a course through that unique URL, the money goes right into your bank. Really simple. Mm. Excellent. I know. I really like that. So, um, as regards, actually, Zippy courses is something that we've I've been looking at as well. Obviously, Derek Halpern, very, very well known. His stuff is excellent as well. So, for anybody who yeah. might not know him, he's somebody to absolutely check out when you're looking at creating content online. Um, yeah, I love Derek Halpern. I love the way that he does video because he's one of the reasons I love Derek so much is that he's so himself. He's different than everybody else because he's a little bit. Um, uh, he's cynical. in your face, isn't he? Yeah, Straight he's in off, your face, very, right? <laughs> you know, the attitude is there. So you're kind of thinking, "What's I, this guy talking?" I about? love and him. You actually follow it. Yeah, yeah, it's it's yeah. cool. I, yeah. I got to meet I got to meet him recently. I got my picture taken with him, so I'm very proud of that. <laughs> oh, excellent! Look at you. And, and he tells funny stories about the goofy stuff that he does about getting his his expensive haircut and you know where he goes to eat. And uh, I just think he's he's so interesting, even if he's not talking about business. I just find him totally interesting. I want to watch his videos just because I think he's funny and talks about, you know, personal things. I, and to me, that's what it's all about. If I don't care what you're, what kind of content you're offering, if you're brilliant, if you're boring me, I have no interest. I'll read your book maybe, but I don't want to watch your videos. I want you to, I want you to entertain me. Yeah. You've got, you've got to be, it's, it is, there is that kind of mix between informative and kind of, entertainment and there's got to be a little bit of showmanship in it i think certainly to hold people's attention especially nowadays because this you know within two seconds they're onto somebody else and you're long but forgotten exactly. so you kind of you need you need to be uh, memorable but for the right reasons exactly so every, i think everybody is interesting to, at least to their ideal clients so you got to pull that that part of your personality into whether it's video or your blog posts yeah whatever however you create content you have to have your personality in there because there's yeah, so I mean, so much content out there well this is something i spoke about before in the show and again it's i really don't care whether you learn from myself and paul from derek halporn from kristen from yourself whoever it might be that's within your niche that you want to learn from I, if it's not us great but find somebody that resonates with you that you enjoy watching you enjoy learning from and learn as much as you can from them yeah and I think once you get past that point, everything is going to work out, if you know what I mean. Find someone that resonates with you and stick with them and learn as much as you can. And I guarantee at that point, you will find someone else then to take you on to another step and another step and another step. But just, I don't care who it is, find somebody and start learning and start making it work for you. Because, I mean, whether you have an idea of where you want to be with your business and where you want to go, and obviously the time it takes to get there. Listen, the time is going to pass anyway, so you might as well do something with it. So go and learn. Go and do something and pick it up. <laughs> either way, I agree. either way, you're going to be down 10, 20 hours of sitting watching TV. So why not put that to good use, you know? I agree. It's an amazing time 
it's an amazing time to be able to access all of this information that's out there. Yeah, no, it really is. It's crazy. And we're going to look back on this and just, you know, be like, whoa, things like things transformed and become this internet economy. It, it really is. I suppose I've heard Peter Vu mention the phrase a lot. Um, but it certainly is this new age internet economy where really you can connect with people. So obviously, I mean, you'll be in the position of being able to bring Pilates to people who maybe they don't, maybe the nearest Pilates studio could be 500 miles away from where they're living or 200 miles exactly. away from a secluded part of the world. However, exactly. they can flick on the phone or whatever and actually get access to it. Um, I suppose you yeah. mentioned Derek, Derek Halpern there. Um, is there any other kind of online um, people who you follow, be it helping you blog or be it anything else uh, at all that, that you're a fan of their content and what they're doing? Well, I'm a huge fan of Bushra Azhar, and I'm not sure if I'm saying that right, but she does um, uh, Persuasion Revolution. She's a psychology of persuasion. I'm working with her, and um, she's crazy good. Uh, the, the reason that I love her so much is I, even though I, I can see, I can see what she's doing in terms of persuasion when I, when I read her offers, I can't stop myself from buying whatever she offers. She's so funny and so honest. And, um, and besides her content is genius and gets, she gets right to the point. Um, I just love Bushra. Um, and uh, what, was, what was that name? Um, just to uh, be clear again, Bushra. Bushra. Yep. Let me get let me get the last name. I think it's Azhar, but I'm not sure. Just oh, it's probably Ansari, is it? Um, okay, so oh, okay. I'll we'll make sure to include it. Sorry, one. It's it's A Z H A R, and it's persuasionrevolution.com. I think is. Yeah, that's the one. We, I have it here. We'll make sure we stick that in the show notes so uh, people can get a look at what Bushra's doing, obviously. I mean, can I just ask another question, uh, Kristen? In terms of uh, once you've yeah. created your videos, what does your promotional strategy look like? Well, I, I share it on Facebook. Um, I, I created the 30-day challenge, and I've, I've had some good success with people just finding my website and joining the 30-day challenge. So that's a good introduction to the way I work. And then that pulls them into more offers of more of the programs that I do. I said that would be probably one of the, the, the things that I need to work on most because, as I said, I kind of have a creative brain and I kind of throw things against the wall and see what sticks. I could probably get a lot more organized about how I send my content out into the world. Um, but I'm, I, I actually love it, so I'm just kind of creating things and sending it out there and seeing what seeing what works. Yeah, listen, nothing wrong with that. You don't know what's going to work until you put it out there, certainly. Um, and I mean, obviously, the end goal, well, I say end goal, but one of the main goals for you is obviously getting people onto that 30-day uh, Pilates challenge and onto your list. So, I mean, in terms of communicating with the list right. once they've signed up, um, how often do you, do you tend to do that to, or, and what do you tend to put in your, your uh, broadcasts? Well, that's another thing that I should probably get better at. I know that consistency is important, and I'm not as consistent as I could be. So it's a little bit inconsistent. It's kind of like I do my videos. When something occurs to me, I share it. I got my first guest blog post uh, published. Yeah, I've seen so that. I got all on, excited on about replay. that and shared that. With 
Oh yeah. Yeah, and yeah. it's a it's a really good uh, book. I actually I... had a read had a read of it before uh, before you. our interview. I really really liked it actually. Um, and we'll put a, a link to that in the show notes as Thank well you. for people to check that out. Um, but I mean the fact that, again, and this is what I love about the the people that we speak to. Um, everyone's brutally honest about what they're good at and what they're not. There's no one here claiming to be the world's <laughs> best at everything, but yet we get things done. And this seems to be an ongoing trend that I want our listeners to really recognize that. You don't have to be the world's best at anything, but you do need to put yourself out there. So stop worrying about what ifs, ands, and buts, and just put yourself yeah. out there. You you have knowledge that people will find valuable in some way, shape, or form. So get it out there as soon as you can, because the longer it spends just kind of mulling around your brain, you know, you're denying them a chance to to really learn from you and uh, and progress in whatever your your chosen niche might be. So I mean, I, I love the fact that you're brutally honest, but yeah, you know what, it could be better. But when something strikes, I make sure my audience well, get it. And, you know, it, it's great because you're not just sending them an email for the sake of sending them. Your audience know that when you send them something, right. it's worth knowing. Yeah, I think so. I, I don't want to bore them and I don't want to just send them stuff. I, you know, so to, I just thought of two things. One, the, the start before you're ready thing. The I always thought that I wouldn't do well doing guest blog posts writing because I didn't see myself as a writer. Um, I, ha- I have a lot of trouble sitting down and writing. But this post that I got this opportunity to write this article, it just kind of flowed out of me because it's so much what I've been thinking about. And for some reason, it just flowed out of me. So I wish that I hadn't waited so long to start writing blog posts. And I might not have the same experience next time, but this was such an amazing experience. I had a couple of people read it, edit it, and I didn't have to do a lot of rewriting and editing. And I don't think I'll ever become a great writer. It's not really my my goal. I just want to share really honestly how I feel about things. And I didn't value that enough early on. I thought I really had to take some writing courses and, you know, really hone my craft. But it turns out that people I'm getting really good feedback from that blog post. It's not perfect. I'm not a great writer. It's really just how I feel about you know, moving like a kid more often and how I think that can benefit us. It, it just kind of flowed out of me. So uh, don't wait too long. The other thing I wanted to say is get help. If you don't, if you're not good at something, hire somebody, even if it's little snippets at a time, whatever you can afford. I have a, I have a virtual assistant I love. It was just kind of hard to find her because I had to go through some uh, not great help. But now that I found her, she's so amazing. Her name is Jeff Hill, and she's an amazing virtual assistant. We have a great relationship because there's certain things that I don't want to learn how to do, and she's fantastic at it. Yeah, it's a bit like Chris Ducker says. Just because you can do it doesn't mean you should. <laughs> exactly. I don't want to do everything. There's so much to do, especially <laughs> with the technological stuff. I don't want to do that. I just want to play and do Pilates. Yeah, well, that's, I mean, I film myself doing Pilates. I can under, I can completely understand that, and I, mean, I know Paul does as well. And I think that's perhaps why we work so well together is because both myself and Paul have different backgrounds and different things we enjoy doing, and they certainly complement each other. So there's jobs that I enjoy doing, and I've no problem whatsoever. And I know Paul doesn't particularly like doing them, but of course, if he has to, he does. And likewise with me, the stuff Paul does, and I'm like, yeah, Paul, you can look after that. You like that kind of stuff, but it works. Find what works 
works for you, what you enjoy doing and what you don't, if you can. I'm not saying it's always going to be possible, especially starting out when I know money is tight. But where possible, try and outsource yeah. it, whether it's just going to Fiverr to get something done or on, on to, uh, well, what used to be Elance or Rodesk, it's Upwork now, I suppose, um, and try and try and get someone there. And I mean, in terms of creating what you were saying about writing there as well, I mean, um, Kimra Luna was on the show recently and one of, one of the things from her was, you know, create and keep creating. You will get better at it. Um, and I really like that. It is the same as anything exactly. else. The more you practice, the better you get. So certainly try and do that and uh, you will get better. But when you're passionate about a subject, certainly it does make it a lot easier. And you can see that in, in that uh, guest post that you've written. Um, so my, my encouragement right. to you is to write more because I really enjoyed reading that. And I wouldn't necessarily have a great love nor understanding right. of, of Pilates. So um, good work. Thank you. Not at all. Listen, Kristen, I'm conscious that we're taking up uh, so much of your time um, and I want to thank you again for coming on the show. And before I let you go, can you just tell our audience where they can reach out to you and say thank you very much for sharing this awesome information today? Thanks. Uh, you can find me at Pilates, which is P-I-L-A-T-E-S, homepractice.com. Excellent. And if you're interested in the 30-day challenge, there's a, a bar across the top that you can just put your email into and you'll start receiving little uh, bite-sized tips and videos and inspiration and support for feeling better in your everyday life with more strength, stability, and flexibility using the principles and bits of the exercises that you've gained from Pilates. Lovely stuff, and we'll make sure to have links to all that in the show notes, of course. Kristen, it's been an absolute pleasure to talk to you today. Thank you very much for taking the time out to come on the show. And uh, we'll have to check in with you again uh, sometime in the future and see how you're getting on. Thanks. I, I had a wonderful time. So thanks again to Christian Eupenlatz from PilatesHomePractice.com. Um, I really enjoyed that interview, Phil. Um, I tried not to get too much into the world of exercise. In fairness, fitness. you did. You did. I didn't have to pull uh, the reins back too much. Yes. Yeah, that's it. I am. You know, I could have just spoke about that uh, for the whole time and not even mentioned online business. But that is not what we're here to do this podcast for. Um, one thing that jumped out at me is affiliate uh, marketing. And I suppose instead of, you know, trying to sell other people's products, actually turning your own into uh, an affiliate product that you can actually give to others. Um, I think that is something which a lot of people in the online space possibly overlook or do not consider. Yeah, I mean, and fair place to, to Kristen because obviously she understands that market so well, having been a Pilates instructor with an actual bricks and mortar studio for I think she said 25 years or something along those lines. Um, so she understands the struggles that most um, business owners with the actual physical business have so by creating this course, she's also able to give them a way of creating some extra income. And it also opens the door to her to some clients that she may not have been able to work with. So it's kind of mutually beneficial. And certainly she seems to understand that market very, very well to be able to, to craft that offering for, for uh, her audience and also other Pilates instructors. So I really like that. And the one thing um, that I think everyone needs to take note of here um, from that interview was that Kristen creates her content literally when it strikes. No matter where she is, she does it. Now, I understand that that's not possible for every niche because of, you know, what you're going to be doing. 
But yeah, not, nobody, not... nobody wants to see you in a blogging video on the throne, Phil, you know? <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, you know, I don't care. <laughs> some clever editing you might not even realise. But I mean, <laughs> in terms of having that back catalogue there that went, no matter what she's doing, she's out and about, it's a case of I have an idea and she just literally, someone hold that phone there and shoot a quick video for me. There's nothing stopping anybody doing that. There's nothing stopping me doing it, Paul. There's nothing stopping you or anybody else while you're out and about having an idea for maybe it's a blog post and just shooting a quick video instead. I suppose, I mean, the way I can kind of more relate to is I, you know, I, I suppose I wouldn't be one for shooting loads of videos. Um, but me, just I just pop out one note in my pocket. I'd, I'd write down a note on my phone as I think of it. And I've even been in conversations with people talking about business and online business. And, and there's a group that I meet up with and we're always talking about things. And, you know, it's pretty common to see me pop the phone out of my pocket and actually in mid-conversation go, sorry, I'm actually just going to pop tap that into my phone here because I really like that. It's just giving me a good idea. And then continued on with the flow of the conversation. Even to, because, you know, sometimes I'll be like, oh, I'll remember this and I'll remember that. And, you know, when it's okay, I'll go and, and I'll do it. And, and sure then, like, you're going off, you're getting a coffee, you're doing something else, you've forgotten about it. So, um, yeah, I mean, when, when inspiration strikes, I mean, if you if you have the opportunity, you can just turn the, I suppose, point the camera at yourself, go for it. I mean, I was actually even, I was doing that in the park there the other day, which was, was quite funny. And I hadn't actually done that before. Um, so, you know, the joggers and, you know, the moms walking around were just looking at me and I just had the, the phone pointing on myself in the park. It's a nice sunny Friday morning. And um, yeah, I was just doing my thing. So, um, what yeah, was that, that for, Paul? Oh, oh um, yeah, that was for our challenge, Phil. Our uh, 30 <laughs> oh, day. Yeah blogging versus social media challenge that we're doing for the month of april 2016 um kicked off so, already i haven't even started yes yeah it's i've what we're i suppose what we're doing that is the the video diary we're doing a video diary uh blogging every day and the challenge that come in with that and that was kind of the precursor for me to kind of say well yeah, have this challenge coming up. Okay, yeah, let's see how it goes. Um, so really look thoroughly looking forward to to going through and, and getting things done. Um, and I suppose just getting back to basics. Yeah, it's got to be an interesting challenge, certainly. I'm, I'm looking forward to that. And if you want to stay up to date with how me and Paul are getting on with that challenge, you can, of course, uh, get us on Facebook. It's facebook.com forward slash uh, con- the Content Academy podcast. Or you can get us on Twitter at underscore content.academy and uh get us on twitter at underscore content academy and i suppose paul really we will wrap it up there plenty for people to consider from uh an unconventional guest i'd nearly say in terms of horror, horror given uh profession and niche so uh but still plenty people can take away and try and implement in their own online business look that's what it's all about turning your passion into cold heart dollars so all for it right We'll wrap it there. So until next time, folks, have a good one.